Welcome to 24 Karis. I'm Kelly Johnson, the founder and CEO of Karis by KJE. You are joining us in the final segment of an amazing conversation with Tony and Cortland from Bell's Bank Employee Resource Group. It has been fire. So if you have missed the other episodes, you have to go back. Um, we have run the gamut on the conversation from how to be effective, how to coach up and across and a down, and, and even the last conversation about why it's important to not um, sort of hide or cover um, the, the diverse perspectives that we all bring to the workplace. So thank you all for your leadership. Thank you for sharing um, what you've shared today. So let's continue the dialogue. Awesome. Well, ERG leaders, you will want to tune into this. Um, so what golden nuggets would you like to share with current ERG leaders uh, to help encourage and motivate them? And I think especially to note is that we all have your day jobs mm -hmm. and how to balance your priorities and responsibilities and still be effective in both. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I will answer the second part of that. I'll think about the first part yeah. in, in, in motivation first. Um, but what I'd say, you know, when we're talking about ERGs and leading an ERG, let's be let's call a spade a spade. You are accepting kind of another job on top of your normal day, day yes. job. And I think it's so important to make sure that you cage that in its correct priority. Mm -hmm. um, don't let it overrun you. Don't let it get to a point where you are so focused on the ERG that you're losing your, your, your ability to perform your day job. Yes. Um, but also have a little bit of passion and pride about the ERG. I think it goes back to one of the things I said in, in one of our earlier uh, episodes is that take it one task at a time. Truly, honestly, seriously, you have to do what is it within the realm of your possibilities. We have so many conversations with other ERG leaders across Bell who are in different positions as far as how many people they have on their board, mm -hmm. how many members are actively participating. And what we always talk to them about is, you know, everybody starts from somewhere. And you can only accomplish what your what your organization is ready to accomplish. Right. So don't try to don't see everything that everybody else is doing and try to do all the big grandiose things. Really, just focus on what can I accomplish. For instance, when we first started our, our board, it was just me and him. Yeah. What can we do with the two people we have? Yeah. <laughs> what can we do? Um, and as we bring people onto the team, we then start expanding expanding those those roles and responsibilities. Mm -hmm. And then I, and then one thing other I'd focus on. And I think it's just a golden thing that I've kind of tried to stick to as I've led the team is there are two levels and two two avenues for you to affect change mm -hmm. and for your organization to be active. Um, one of those being very active events, things that you're you know spending a lot of time planning, you're you're participating with other people, you're getting locations, you're booking food, you're getting music or entertainment, all those types of things. Um, those very big uh, events, you don't have to do a lot of those. You want them to be pointed. You want them to be uh, to have a, a expected outcome that aligns with your goals and hopefully something within the business. But then pepper pepper in some easy things, some layups for you. So, for instance, we have we have an event. Um, uh, we call it Turn TED Talks, yeah. which is uh, essentially we decide on a TED Talk for that that hour long uh, space, and then our wonderful. Uh, what is membership, membership engagement chair. Yeah. She actually puts together a mocktail, a drink that goes along with the theme for that. Very so we nice. all just 
We come into a room, we, we play the TED Talk, and then we have a conversation on the TED Talk. Mm-hmm. That's very low effort. It's yeah. very easy to do. Mm-hmm. And it's something that keeps us engaged with our membership without yeah. burning out b- both our board members yes. as well as our, our, our membership we might have chairs. have to steal that I mean, internally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to find those, those ways that you can be effective but not put in so much effort that you're burning yourself out. Yes. I think that's the biggest thing that mm-hmm. I always impress upon all the people that have uh, come after me, you know. Oh, yeah. Do what you can do. Don't don't stretch yourself too far. Certainly. Uh, I, I add just a few things. I agree with everything that you said. So one of the things, key nuggets as far as like the balance, and especially this extends for yourself and your team, align your uh, activities and roles with what your skill sets are in the business. So if you're a finance person, make your goals and objectives finance-based so that you can kind of stay in line with your nine to five and you're not having to reach too far away from what your, your uh, business is or what your goal is in, the, in your business. Um, also, I mean, you, you talked about it too. Keep keep everything in priority. I have two small kids. They take up a lot of my time, yes. um, as they should, and I enjoy <laughs> enjoy that part of it. And so, there there are times where I do have to kind of okay, I'm shutting off for for this time period. And I appreciate the rest of the team for understanding and knowing that. And uh, you know, pr- I provide visibility to that mm-hmm. ahead of time. We were speaking earlier. I, uh, my son was born last year in uh, twenty, or excuse me, that was almost two years ago now, twenty twenty one. Um, but during that time period, I'm letting him know ahead of time, hey, I'm going to be gone for the <laughs> for this amount of time. I will not be reachable. What can I do to plan and prep ahead of time uh, so that you can be best prepared and so that I'm not leaving you high and dry? But then also your understanding, knowing that, okay, I'm going to have to shoulder a little bit more of it during that time when I'm gone. And then just as far as keeping going, I, I think uh, one thing... Uh, I like to remind people is take credit for the small wins. Mm-hmm. You, even mm-hmm. if even if you haven't solved like diversity at your company, if you just like gained one new board member, like throw yourself a small one minute party <laughs> yes. and just celebrate that. Because fifteen if, minutes, fifteen, 15 minutes, minutes. Yes. fifteen minute party for the new board member. Because I think if it's if it's not if you don't make it fun, mm-hmm. the work can be so demanding and draining in and of itself that you you really have to like. I, I met a new person and they agreed to come to this event today and I'm excited about that and I will look for that person at this event. Or like I had a conversation with an executive and it was very positive and they're interested now in what we're doing. They may not even be coming. They may not even you know sign up for your mailing list or whatever that is. But just that, that conversation with somebody who may have a little bit more influence is a small win that you got to stack those up, stack those up, stack those up because you, you can get lost in it a little quickly if you don't step back and look at all those those tiny moments. So. Yeah, I love all that. Yeah. I think um, as ERG leaders too, like the, the balancing and the prioritizing what, what's what's contributing, you know, and I love what you said too about if you're a working parent, you actually mm-hmm. have three jobs, right? Like, so <laughs> you're navigating all and juggling all these things. But I think the, the common thing for ERG leaders is you sign up for this because you're passionate, mm-hmm. right? You're passionate about what you believe in or the cause or what you can do for the organization and helping others. And so it's channeling that passion and putting a little bit of structure yeah. so that you're not not you're trying to do too many things right. and trying to boil the ocean. So right. appreciate your perspectives on that. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts? No, questions no, I'm just, <laughs> hey, I'm just taking it all in. I mean, I think that, um, you know, balance, um, I'm, I'm really, balance is important, but it's difficult. And I think sometimes we think balance means I do everything all at the same level of intensity. But what I'm hearing you all say is that, you know, um, balance as an ERG leader can look like, you know, 
Tuesday's going to be a high parent focus day, yeah. right? Wednesday, we're prepping for the event, the ERG event. Thursday, I've got this big meeting, project meeting for the department that I'm a part of. And so, but if you look across the entire week, you've been able to kind of level things out in terms of the different hats that you wear. What, what do you have, Courtney? I, I, I actually had another example of, yeah. of something I've had to do and I think is important for ERGs to give themselves the grace to do. As a, as a leader, especially if you're a leader of a team that's that's doing all of this ERG and, and, and work, your team is doing a lot of running around, they're getting a lot of things done. Mm-hmm. Um, give yourself the grace to say no <laughs> and take a break. Yes. I have yes. personally told my team, hey, y'all been working real hard this year. I see it in we're your faces. I've been watching you. You're, you're getting tired. You're getting burned out. This month, no. we're not doing nothing. Yeah. Don't worry about it. We're not doing anything. I won't call you into a meeting. Relax. <laughs> Don't even think about this. Yeah. We'll, we'll run it back in two months. Yeah. I think uh, sometimes we, we get it in our head that, you know, we've got all these expectations that we built up for ourselves, rightly so. We want to get things done. Um, but this goes again to the situational leadership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to be okay with pivoting yeah. and making the best call for your team mm-hmm. to make sure that you ensure not just how well they're doing their job, but their their mental stability so that they're not going crazy over these many different yes. things they have in their, in their lives. I love what you said about pivoting because, I mean, if you're a very structured person like me, I'm very structured. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I like to have a plan, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. this is the, what we're going to do. And here's the milestones and kind of mm-hmm. tick that off. And it, it can feel like I did, I'm, I'm a failure if mm-hmm. I did not accomplish all the things. But I think pausing and saying, well, is this still relevant? Mm-hmm. How is the team doing? Um, I think it's very important um, for, for mental health as well uh, yes. to be able to stay, to stay in that, that space. Um, you talked about boards, um, yeah. you used the term boards. I think for those of you that are not familiar, that's really your subcommittees, right, mm-hmm. within the team. How has that formation been? Because you had talked about You've, you two started it and you were the only ones for a while. Like, I think the other thing I hear a lot of, from ERG leaders is I, I can't get anyone to commit mm-hmm. to like a board or a subcommittee type of role, like they're in charge of communications or whatever yes, it is, right? So how, will, how have you successfully done that? Ooh, being intentional about pursuing people's uh, initial interests. So if you find yourself uh, having a conversation with someone and they say like, hey, um, yeah, I see you guys are doing things, you know, I, I'd be interested in learning more about that. Pursue that adamantly. <laughs> quickly. And quickly. Well, you, Wanna be a chair? Yeah. <laughs> Wanna be a coach? And it, I, I, I mean, think, yeah. We've, we've had, so we've had, we've had varying levels of that where we've had somebody reach out to us and say like, hey, we want to be involved. And we instantly like, yeah, here's all the responsibility of this. Um, you have to be, you have to have an awareness of that person. And uh, we're speaking about uh, the person who's now co-chair, uh, Kendra Border. She she jumped in early, like her third month of being with the company. No. I was like, oh, not maybe weeks. second week. Oh, wow. Weeks. Third week. It was like third here. week of being with Bill. Yeah. Nice. And she joined around Black History Month time and then uh, saw some things that we were doing. and was like, hey, I want to be involved. And we were like, great, here's some responsibility for you to do. <laughs> um, but for some folks, it, it, it starts with just like, hey, can you make a flyer for the next event? And then they make a flyer and you're like, wow, this is great. Uh, can you, you know, make the flyer for the next one? Or maybe you could have some input on what the build people up into into yeah. that position. And then I'll go back to, to what I said earlier as far as look for folks. If you have a need, if you have a communications uh, need, you need somebody to be in charge of that. Go talk to your communications people in your job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go talk to those folks and see if there's anybody who's even paying attention to what you're doing or who can even help you. 
Um, I think you have to allow people the the space to be like part-time participants sometimes mm-hmm. first before they can commit mm-hmm. to full-time as well. Uh, everyone is not going to be able to just be like, yeah, I'm going to sign up for this other full-time job. They may be like, I can give you two hours a week. Um, and and in that situation, I think it also helps to have a cadence, which you've done a really good job of setting up a cadence for our team and our board so that the expectations are clear. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're signing up to make flyers or when you're signing up to be a part of community service, you know that, hey, I need to attend this meeting this week. Um, and that's my that's the extent of my commitment for now. If I'd like to increase that, then it, maybe it's two meetings per month or two meetings per week or however you break it out. Um, but having really clear expectations as people kind of step into those roles slowly but surely also helps people feel more comfortable about what they're doing. Absolutely. Yeah. I like that strategy of just do the flyer. Just do the flyer. Yeah, you don't have to be the comms or marketing person. Just, we've got and so then many you find people. later you, well, you like it. No, I like that approach because sometimes when you say, oh, here's the roles and responsibilities oh, yeah. of the thing, they'll be like, oh, I can't do all that, right? Yeah. But if you just yeah. start them small, I like that. Another one is community service is an easy way to start up a, a build to a chair. A lot of times folks that are interested in community service are already doing that in their community. Right. Um, our current community service chair, we uh, reached out to her. She was a part of the committee. But really because she was like, hey, I'm doing all this stuff. Can I take Bell people with me? And we were like, yes. Yes, you can. We will come with you to your activity. We will follow you. <laughs> and we slowly stepped her into, into you know, taking over that position full time. But it was, it's still, and it was, in service of the things she was already doing in the right. community. So very easy for her to roll into that. Yeah. Well, just I want. It sounds like to a degree, mentoring is a, an aspect of how you all are leading um, your ERG um, in particular. So, how talk a little bit about mentoring, the role of it, and how maybe kind of with kind of within the ERG, but even does it extend outside of that? I think we do more mentoring outside of the ERG than do like, you? Okay, as as leaders, like formal, like, yeah, for, yeah. Well, so I'll take I'll take it two ways. Okay, I'll say okay. that I'll say as a as an ERG leader or as a leader in the business, I mentor folks outside of the ERG more often true. on yeah. how to build That's a team, true. how to how to be sustainable, um, how to achieve goal, long-term goals and missions. I don't think people within my ERG are coming to me as a resource for that as okay. often. They're looking for different things, which you may be able to touch on, but other ERG leaders are asking me like, "How did you guys pull off that event?" Um, so there's mentorship there. There's folks within the business that are like, hey, we see you're able to uh, bring a focus or pull focus from this group of people. How do we get that audience into the thing we're doing for the business here? Or here's a process that you guys are doing really well. How do we take that and move that over here or replicate that somewhere else? So oftentimes from a leadership perspective, I'm mentoring outside of the outside of the business. I'd say we have a very interesting position in that across our board we kind of mentor each other which is interesting because we have a very eclectic like uh, we've got new hires we've got people that have been with the company forever we've got some senior managers now all all over the place all over the spectrum and so we bring different perspectives to each other's you know problems and I think one thing that's worked out really well for us is the degree of closeness that we've been able to foster uh, on the board has Mm -hmm. allowed us to have a lot more intentional conversations when we're amongst each other uh, both career-wise and mm-hmm. with what we're what we're trying to do uh, going forward with the organization, um, I've been mentored by my board members on on uh, different career decisions that I was trying to make. Um, but also outside of that, we I think we do a good job of bringing people that can provide mentorship to our to our members. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, when we're having our uh, general body meetings and we invite yes. people 
from the organization, mm -hmm. our, our EVPs, yeah. our vice presidents, yeah. to come and talk to us about certain topics. Yeah. That's also a time where they're able to mentor a big group of us, you know, mm -hmm. on questions and, and concerns that we have from our varying levels of uh, membership. So I think that's a, one of the things that we do really good at. We do that as well. And mentoring that way. But like you said, I, I, I'm doing a lot of mentorship outside of Bang, actually. Yeah. It's kind of funny. It's, it's kind of interesting. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, it's an interesting point, yeah. And I think, you know, it's part of my mentoring experience, too, personally. Mm -hmm. Like, I have personal mentors and then professional mm -hmm. mentors. Um, but I try to diversify, too. Mm -hmm. the, the, so it's not just one perspective from a mentor. I get mm -hmm. different angles, different consideration mm -hmm. points. Cross-cultural is also important for yes, me because yes, I do yes. have, you know, your in-groups, right? Your right. go-to, like, right. they, they get you. You don't have to yes. explain, um, you know, your contacts and things like that. But then also the ones that are different yes, uh, because... Yes the ones you do have to explain, then you get a different perspective. So I think um, in the mentorship space in general, I've found that, you know, that's been very effective. Mm -hmm. And ERGs have been, uh, leaders have been really tapped uh, to do those types of things when, when companies try to start kind of their formal mm -hmm. mentoring uh, programs, mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Okay, um, so interesting that you say that, like, companies tapping you to, like, do mentorship. I will say that, like, as a, because I have been an ERG leader for as long as I have, and, like, people have seen me doing my thing, you know? Yeah. I do, do some things. I do some things. I've been pulled into a lot of rooms to kind of, like, help leadership, you know, discuss problems mm -hmm. and figure true. out how they should be leading their teams better, too, which is, is interesting because what my role is is an individual contributor. I'm not a right. leader technically yeah, in, the, right. in the organization, but they've seen me and they've seen the skills that I've exhibited and that's given me an interesting opportunity to kind of do that mentorship, yeah. even mentoring up, which has yes. been very interesting. Yes. Yeah. So, I was going to say we also do, so uh, as we try to build out uh, for new hires and build new programs, there's been opportunities where we've been tapped to be mentors to like there's a Tuskegee University mm -hmm. mentorship program. There's an LDP, like yep. you were an LDP, I'm an LDP leadership, leader. yeah, leadership development program that exists, and like you've been LDP mentor. So that I think we do get there is a reputation that we'll be able to help guide and steer people, um, just by by virtue of the leadership that we've yeah. done in, in being an ERG leader. So, and I think I'm glad you all brought up how much of an impact you're having around mentoring. Um, it's larger than what I think I, I even re realized, but. I do think it's critical that you just said you're in an individual contributor role, mm -hmm. right? Are you two? Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. Both of you are in individual contributor roles. Um, you, both of you are not in a kind of a VP executive level position. And yet, yeah, I know, sure. it's coming. Yeah, it's sure. coming. Yeah, it's, yeah, coming. Sure. Yeah. Sure. it's coming. I mean, you're doing the things to be developed mm -hmm. for that, right? right? And so, um, but you're also giving back at the same time, which I think is just incredible. It just speaks to. Um, how you both model servant leadership, but we sometimes we hear um, people ask us about mentoring all the time, you know, or how do I get a mentor? How do I get someone to sponsor? You all are mentoring and sponsoring and you're not in executive roles yet. Yes. And so I just, I feel like it takes away that excuse from people who are on the fence or on the sideline of, I don't know what I can do. You can do a lot. Yes. Just follow the Tony and Cortland playbook. <laughs> and, um, and so I think it just, I hope that this is really empowering other people to say, wow, I can make an impact. I can make a difference. Um, 
this has just been a, a phenomenal series. I cannot believe we have to close it out already. Um, thank you both for what you're doing. Uh, thank you for being a part of 24 Karis. We've really enjoyed having you on here. So thank you for watching yet another um, episode of 24 Karis where we help you live your commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion 24-7, 365. Make sure you like and subscribe this episode and share it with your network. Until next time.